What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is live? We're doing this now? Because <laughs> I was confused by the count. Uh-huh. It, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I looked at you it, like, what do I do now? I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the count, three. And then I, we just all no, paused. No, I did two. I, I, and, I even oh, said I did. Wow. Wow, that was confusing. This is Mark. <laughs> And we have our friend Scully uh, with us tonight. Yeah, we are about uh, two years overdue for having Scully oh, on, but this is like perfect timing to have him on anyway. But um, yeah, we have Scully on. You are one of the West End OGs. <laughs> <laughs> to use a, as a as a a hundred year old white guy to use a, yeah. to use a gang reference. Jesus, yeah, I got some ties. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm saying West End. I give you a pass. Uh, West I appreciate side, it. West End. What's the yeah. difference? Yeah. West End. Did I say West Side? <laughs> no, it's, it's whatever. I get you. West End. West End. OGs. Mm-hmm. Did I say West Side? I did. No, you did not. Every being of me wants to restart this. <laughs> Why? No, too late. Too late. Sorry. Uh, uh, so one of the your... West End original people. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're. Yeah, you. We opened you, seven years ago. You were one of the first members. Yes, sir. Um, you were kind of one of the first members as I well. Was, no, no, I was six months late. Oh yeah, but I'm saying well, I don't think we had all the. I mean, I showed up, up by then. I mean, I showed. No, I. They were full up by the time really? I got here. Yeah, I, could, I had to wait. Uh, I still don't I, have a locker in here. I don't remember who had to quit. <laughs> do you Somebody. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> you got a whole humidor. You do. <laughs> True. I don't know who had to quit. Somebody had to there. quit. I was in the first round of quits for the first. Yeah. You're the first, uh, the, the second, what is it? The runner up, I guess, but, uh, bridesmaid. Uh, nice use. Yes. I'm, I'm loving this intro. Love it. Um, but no, so tonight we made an audible right before we went on to what we were smoking. So I won't even say what we were going to smoke. Super we'll fly. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> well, you weren't going to say it. I'll just say it. Super uh, fly. No, so we're smoking something that I actually had on my, so I'm doing that 30 for uh, 30 and 30. Um, today is day five and I actually haven't smoked today's yet. I was going to smoke when I get home, but I don't have to anymore because Scully, you actually brought in some cigars for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is one that's, that I actually had laid out to do. Um, I've never smoked it before. I've seen it. Uh, our buddy Taz uh, gave it to me probably a year and a half ago, if I had to say. Tell you what. Um, yeah, these are these are beautiful cigars. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, the the band is fancy, but the, forgetting that, just forget that for a second. Mm-hmm. When you handed me this, Scully, I mean, the the construction on this and the wrapper on this are just gorgeous. Yeah. So yeah. we're smoking three different things, and it's by definition cigar. Um, they're based out of Texas is it Dallas, Dallas proper? Texas. Okay, yes. Dallas itself. Um, smoking three different things, so I'm smoking the yellow laced one. Which I want to stop on that for a second. Have you ever seen a cigar band like it looks like lace? Like this is this definitely stands out. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it reminds me of a garter belt. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. I mean, I don't know how they and I. I'm you know that's a conversation and in, in you know that I could ask them in the future, but. Mm-hmm how they came up with that, but yeah. it's definitely unique. It's neat. Uh, and hey, it may be some type of keepsake. I'll tell you a little story about this, uh, from, Oh, well, no, actually over a year and a half ago about the, 
the whole little band thing. Okay. I got a, I got a it's a cute little story. Well, well, we'll get to that. Let's break down what we're actually smoking <laughs> since we're smoking three different things. So I'm doing the yellow one. It's called the Prolific B, uh, BP, which I'm assuming box press because it's a soft box press. <laughs> uh, mine's an Ecuadorian wrapper, Nicaraguan binder filler. Mark, you have the um, Equalizer BP Perfecto. So is that a box press Perfecto? It is a Perfecto for sure. Okay, so maybe BP's not box pressed. I don't it know. It is without question not a box press. <laughs> right. So that's a Nicaraguan Puro. Yeah, this is really starting off delicious. It looks beautiful. It like, is gorgeous. <laughs> that dark wrapper and that I, dark you blue can band. tell. I got first choice. And I knew to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Because I'm going like uh, the blue one because the blue one is gorgeous. And, and you never choose the blue band one. I, no, I always choose the blue. I just hate blue bands. Liar. But I just, <laughs> no, it was the prettiest. And then Scully, you're doing the maroon one. Uh, the Conception BP is a box press. It is yes. a box press. Yes, it is. Um, so that's an Ecuadorian Maduro wrapper. off that is Nicaraguan awesome. binder filler. Yeah. So it's heavy beautiful. on the Nicaragua, but yeah, that one's smoking like a Drew estate almost, you know, has that. It's beautiful. But yeah. So first time, have you ever smoked these before? Yes. Okay. And you've never had one. Have no, you? I have not. Yeah, I've never had one either. So, and then Mo's got one over there. Although I think, the Sco- I think Taz, uh, I think Taz gave me one, mm-hmm. but not with the lace band. See, he gave me, I think he gave me two. He gave me the yellow one. In the green one, I haven't smoked yeah. either one of them yet. Yeah, I got oh, it. But, but it's been a while. Because I, I have one that Taz gave me, and he was, yeah. and, it, and he, he talked about it being from these guys, but it wasn't with the lace band. Mm-hmm. Although the lace band you'd refer to as garter, like it is not stretchy. It showing is showing. Mine is not. Is it stretchy? Yeah, it's got a little. Well, I, no, it doesn't. So I don't want to. I'm going to show that I, I thought it did, but it doesn't. I don't want to take it off. I'm going to. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show that I have actually. You've played with it. I've played with garters <laughs> played with and it. This is a family show. <laughs> no, it's not. No, you just <laughs> dropped the f bomb like five minutes ago. I, I was listening, so that right, gave me right. free game. For the record, my mother listened, so that makes it a family show. (laughs) There you go. So does mine. (laughs) So, yes. Um, But uh, they've heard us drop the F-bomb a million times. But um, uh, so it it looks like a garter. It does not behave like a garter. But, man, this is starting nice. No, it's it's for – so you and I, we we preach all the time. You know, we love our boutique cigars. And this is – pretty damn boutique i mean you can't get oh, yeah. more you can't get more boutique than this i love this um, concept of just what four guys from dallas mm-hmm. yeah and so starting about a, four guys several guys we'll just we'll just go we'll forget the number for a second just no i think by. it's about four guys uh they've got a website uh i think i guess it's definition definition but you can see their bio they've got a bio for each guy nice yeah now, can you? Uh, I'm going to ask a ton of questions. Can you buy the cigars from there? Or yes, I know they. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you can get, you can get been... right offline. So, cool. Yeah, um, it looks like they've expanded to the Esteli region of Nicaragua. So that's uh, yeah, they have a whole write up on the about us section. Has a full bio on. Nice. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five guys. Um, yeah, so that'd be cool. And I like traveling down to to Dallas. A well, lot, yeah. and I would, yeah, I'd definitely like to see them and nice. see how. Let's. I want to really 
dive into this one and see how it's going. Um, mm-hmm. So while we're smoking this, let's get uh, let's play some footsies. That's what I was just doing. Yeah. What you. in the <laughs> fuck is hey, going on? We got history, bro. We, I know yeah. you do. Could you like hold it back for a second? <laughs> so this is for I've always said like are you so you're the one that married Mo and I. Right. Uh, you were the pastor for that. I, I've I've always said like we had the most the most That's like the first time he's got that right because he always said he married you two and I he describes <laughs> it like you two got married. That's probably what he really wanted. No, he but... clearly <laughs> is what he really wanted. <laughs> I have so many things in my head. I don't know what I can get away with. Um, but I've always joked like we had the most like multiracial wedding oh, yeah. In, yeah. in existence. So so I think the question really is is how bad. Did you want to like cold cock him at the wedding when he tricked you with the ring? Oh, the ring. Because I, oh. I just want to let you know I'd have laid him out. Have you? Okay let, me, okay, let me ask this to everybody out there. Have you ever heard the person marrying you call you a son of a bitch while you're up at the <laughs> up at the front being married? And for the record, because I heard it completely justified. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was there. I saw it. He was completely within 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 all right. Oh yeah. Okay, so I don't know if I've ever told the story, but let's let's go ahead and tell the story. So we had Mo and I had a very small party of a wedding. We wanted something quick, intimate, more of like a party, not so much a wedding. We wanted Scully to do it. He did our um, premarital counseling stuff like that. Um, But then you and I also have a history on our high school football teams. Yes. So I'm very pro Bryant. You're very pro North Little Rock. Yes. So the year before that, um, North Little Rock played in the state finals and beat somebody. I forgot who they beat. Fayetteville. Fayetteville, yes. Yep. And then that the following year, they played Bryant. Bryant won, and since I'm part of the broadcast team, I got a ring. I got the biggest, gaudiest ring you can think of. So, you know, right before you know, season started for the other, for the next year, I got the ring. I knew I was getting married. I talked to Mo first. I was like, Hey, I want to do this, but only if like I get your okay first, do you think this would be funny? And she started laughing. I was like, that's all I need to know. So when you asked for the rings, I had Thomas, our nephew, Mm -hmm. um, give me the ring box and give it to you. And he (laughs) opened it up and the look on your face was like, really? That's a, big ass ring for for like you. yeah so i didn't even catch that it was the state <laughs> ring at first i was just like this is a big ass ring <laughs> and and so wait let me back up a little bit because now i'm hearing that mo co-signed on this i thought it was all you <laughs> right I, I had no idea that my girl <laughs> yeah no. signed off on this that so now worse. that 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 cuts even deeper right now you know that right that, that's deep that goes that's hard that so yeah, but yeah, I, I didn't I'm, I didn't have a clue because I'm I'm in a zone yeah, of going yeah. through the vows and all of this, and so when you hand it to him, I was like, "This is a big ass ring," and so and you like I think you said something like, "Look at it." Yeah, I was like, "Look at it." <laughs> yeah, and then you and then it had the giant like hornet on the front, and you're like, "You son of a bitch," <laughs> and I. Was well, I mic'd up? Because I don't even know if everybody heard me. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't I know if you were mic'd up. But, but what was funny was like, everybody was kind of like, what? Because nobody really knew. Because it was mainly a joke for like it was the three inside, of us. It was definitely an inside yeah. thing. Yeah, it, yeah it was something for the three of us. Oh, dude. And then I like everybody was kind of had this look of bewilderment. So I told them, I was like, oh, that's 
the ring from whenever right. we beat North Old Rock, and everybody's like, ah, blah, blah. yeah, and then it was funny, and then it was over with, yeah, like three and a half minutes later. But you know, uh, Rick and I on another side of that at your uh, wedding and celebration, Rick and I took a Rick Caldwell, we yeah, took a yeah, picture, yeah. and uh, it actually was in Cigar Aficionado, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, uh, for and we that was your wedding outside. about about nine months. Yeah, and it, well, I'm more I'm more surprised that they got our name spelled right. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> which you know, Rick. So I mean, he's probably. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. He is, <laughs> I mean, your your name is spelled <laughs> is, is not a common name. My name's yeah. not common. Mose isn't common. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit! They got all three names mm-hmm. spelled correctly. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Like, so that's that's my second time. I guess by proxy, I'm in that one because it doesn't have my picture, but that's my second time being in yeah. uh, aficionado. Okay. I didn't know when's the first. I oh, didn't know. God. 12, 13 years ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Way early 2000s, okay. mid, mid 2000, 2006, seven, okay. something like that. That's what's up. Um, but yeah. So that was fun time. So yeah, we, you and I, we have a history. We do. I love you like a brother. I, well, both of you guys really, but, but I know, I know I've been knowing you a lot longer, but yeah, still, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's it's just nothing but love, man. It's, it is what it is. I mean, we give each other a hard time, but that's what brothers do, right? You know what I'm saying? That's, you I talk did. crap and... And yeah. you beat the hell out of each other? <laughs> We've never laid hands on each other. I probably gave him a big old bear hug or something. But. <laughs> yeah, it... Um, it's a lot of meat in this room right now. <laughs> there's a lot of meat in this room. <laughs> the slow, yes, yes. Yeah, that was that was a that was a great moment. It was uh, it was awkward for the crowd who didn't have a fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> and I, I I thought you showed remarkable strength because I I might have unleashed because your your son played on the North Little Rock teams. Yes, uh, the Vi- year before they played uh, Fayetteville. Fayetteville. So they played mm-hmm. Fayetteville twice. The they first lost time and they lost, game. and that was my. Yeah, my son was tore up behind that, and yeah. he had probably the whole season that was his worst night because he was a corner uh-huh. uh, slash safety, and he was getting eight. Well, up. That kid was a D one quarterback, oh, with yeah. like a D one wide receiver <laughs> yeah. who was like six four, yeah. could run. I, I mean, uh, we sat here and watched that game in, in the shop. I was yelling, there, and I was just yelling at the TV, "Get the kid help! Somebody play over!" Hey, I was telling him, "Hey, he's." He's frustrated, and just just bring him on the sideline. And and they were just they they stayed in man coverage, and they were getting burnt crazy. every time. I didn't understand why they stayed there, but that's a whole other oh, argument. Yeah, it, and that's one of those things. Like, so we lost out to I think Fayetteville the week before. So mm-hmm. I was up in the press box just doing doing my normal you know press gig because I already had the tickets or the the my press pass. I just wanted to watch a very good game, mm-hmm. and you know I didn't have. I wasn't rooting for anybody because my team was in it, but I was. If I had anybody to root for, it'd be for you and 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 a little Scully and everything. Yeah. But man, it was hard up there when I'm like seeing that and like knowing. I was like, I can see like what they need to do because you have that bird's eye view. Like, oh yeah. But North, I mean, but Fayetteville at that time was just. Well, that was a good. They were juggernaut. Team. Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. he 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 did good uh, all season and. You play against a team like that that's yeah. been there before mm-hmm. several times, and yeah. right. um, and and the coaches have been there before, and it was kind of like a first time for yeah. North Little Rock after uh, rebuilding and all mm-hmm. of that. So I mean, it, but it was it was you know it was fun, it was bittersweet. But then um, but then North Little Rock has gone back three straight times. Yeah, along with Bryant. Yeah, and yeah. Hunt, so and then 
hey, I, what I what I am happy about is that Northwest Arkansas doesn't dominate no. football, high school football any longer. No, it's not. They like, did it for years. It, or, I mean, early two thousands. You know, yeah. The only the only team to make waves was Central uh, Cedric Cobb era. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a, really about it. After that. Yeah, it was definitely Northwest mm-hmm. uh, for years. And so then, if it's Brian or North Little Rock, I mean, mm-hmm. we have our rival and all that, mm-hmm. but I'm really happy to see Central Arkansas just make football, high school yeah. football great again. I yeah. mean, it's it's exciting. Yep. Season starts in my first games in three weeks. And yeah. It's going to be uh, this. I'm, not, I'm, I'm interested to see how this year's going to be because I have a new partner after mm-hmm. 16 years. And Brian is not starting the year totally stacked. No, we lost a lot of people. So this this year, <clears> I you know, I'm going into it. You know, like hopeful that we can you know run the table again. I don't think we'll run the table again because yeah. we actually have to travel to te- to Texas for preseason because nobody wants to play us anymore. So we have to go out of state. Same um, thing with PA and yeah, that's yeah, how it is. Yeah. I mean, so we're playing Longview, Texas in uh, yeah. in uh, early September. But uh, you know, I. Knowing what our team has behind us for like the freshmen and everything next year, I think we're going to be back in that in that dominant side. But uh, we'll and North see. Little Rock lost their head coach, mm-hmm. so they're who knows what that's going to look like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and their star their their star quarterback was what a three year starter, I think. Yeah, I mean it's rebuilding for yeah. everybody. So yeah. the season's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun to watch, and and I, I'm. You know, now college has opened up to where they get all these endorsements and all that, so that'll be interesting to see how the college year goes because you're going to have players that they ain't going to want to put their risk risk at all because they got all these. Yeah. I mean, it's bittersweet. I mean, I agree to a certain degree that, you know, it's a good thing for them, but right. at the same time, oh, like it's going to change the game. Oh, I, so so uh, Red was talking today. I had no idea that Texas and Oklahoma are trying to get SEC. SEC. I think Texas is in. I don't know about are it. They? I, uh, I, I could I have sworn. They both act like it's it, – everybody's it's acted like it, both of them are a done deal. Supposedly A&M is like hell to the no. We'll like say we and, got veto power well, on And also Alab- I would figure Alabama and LSU because, because they recruit right. a lot out of Texas. Yeah, I don't think Alabama cares about anybody. Just line, line them up. No. It's interesting because, you know, uh, Longhorns have been there, like their own little entity. Yeah, and the Big 12, they're just the yeah. Longhorn network. But yeah. I, but, yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe yeah. this will give Ch- uh, time for uh, Texas, or not, to Kansas to actually do some decent good, but probably not. I well, think, I think th- if that happens, the Big 12 disintegrates. I personally think. Now, maybe yeah. they'll grab Houston and SMU. There should just be like a <clears throat> But I'll giant... be honest, the Big 12 would pretty much – be out of the the conference of five. They should just do a big like a a big three tier twenty team conference. Like get rid of ACC. I mean, have I can see like maybe Miami and SEC or something. Maybe Florida State, Clemson. Yeah. I mean, Clemson doesn't play jack nobody all year long, and now they're yeah. dominant. But uh, mm-hmm. all right, let's talk about the cigars and your cigars. So, what is everybody getting so far on these? So, in in for for this stick, and I'm, I think it's I love the 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 smoke, the the creaminess of it, and it's a it's a great tasting cigar. It's a, um, but the problem I'm having is it staying lit. It's like it's 
it's too moist. And I don't know, you know, if mm-hmm. it was overhumidified or or what, but mm. uh, it's real soft. I don't know about your ash wise. It definitely is soft, but I I feel like a lot of the boutiquier ones seem to always be a little bit more on the softer side. Yeah, it's almost like they'd rather have it draw a little easy, draw a little easier. Yeah, than be plugged. Then be plugged. Yeah, and then yeah. have too hard of a draw. Right. Which I'm I'm fine as long as it's not burning hot and like no, splitting and cracking. It's it's very. Um, uh, it's 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 very uh it's actually got a calming effect to mm-hmm. it on this one that I'm smoking. And it's it's you know, the taste of it is 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 fantastic actually. I, I mean I'm picking up a lot of different notes and I won't get into all of that, but I'm just it just is so soft and, and moist and mm-hmm. I am having it I mean, you see me, I'm yeah. constantly and I'm puffing on it, but yeah. it's now yeah. Mark's he's trucking along. Yeah. It is smoking Perfectly, yeah. I just there's nothing I would change about this smoke, yeah. Construction wise, no. And this mine the same way. I'm I'm having no issue with it. It's it's burning nice. The the wrapper um, is very very nice. Uh, a little ripply, vein wise, but uh, it's staying together beautifully. The feel on it, it's a nice kind of like uh, like chestnutty color. I'm getting like subtle funkiness like i like that you know that uh that grandma's attic that old book so this i'm going to put this so old book is leathery grandma's attic is cedary i'm getting more grandma's attic this has a little bit more of that mm-hmm. that woodiness notes to it and i'm i'm yeah. digging it i like it i really like this cigar i'm uh, glad i got to choose first um and uh <laughs> this cigar is i mean it's really really good so i mean this yeah. is Meaty and really rich in uh, the earthiness and really enjoying it. Not a lot of spice, which I wouldn't have expected. Um, just a lot of really nice flavors. and uh, is, it more, is it more richness yeah. than spice? Yeah. yeah, this one is is rich. It's got some richness to it. it and, 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 you know, yeah. for me, um, I just, I, not only the taste is number one, right? Mm-hmm. But I like when the ash has this beautiful look, marbly look to it. Like, yeah, that right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about marks. And so, uh, and then the, the, the smoke that comes off of it, it has this creamy, just kind of flows a thick smoke. It's a, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that is sexy to me. I, I I know, I don't know any other word. (laughs) Nope. Sexy is the right (laughs) word. I mean, sexy, it's just a sexy stick, you know, and it could be that uh, for this particular one that I have, you know, maybe maybe it was on my end because when I got home, I just kind of I, I yeah. actually uh, put them up and and all of that, and yeah. so it could be something. On it also, my, I mean, I, I everything's know. handmade too. You're gonna have some flaws and stuff, right. and I mean, it's it is. That's I just don't know part I, of the game. I have no clue of what house mm-hmm. like they're blending through or so it just says they're uh, out of Esteli. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, who's actually and, making it. And that's, yeah. I mean, Est- it's Esteli. So, Oh I yeah. Mean, I mean, there's, that could be anybody. Tons. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Tons of yeah. them. Well, let's get some of your cigar history. 
Um, how long have you been smoking cigars? Oh gosh, uh, faithfully, probably the last fifteen years. Okay, but off and on, uh, and and here's the the thing about that is this is an expensive habit. Oh yeah. yeah. So, amen. Fifteen years ago, I had. You know, I was married to my first wife, and we had three kids, and, you know, I was just trying to work my ass off. <laughs> I had two in diapers at the same time, and that gives you any wow. kind of <laughs> – So, you know, I, cigar, I mean, it was like an occasional, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Uh, but found a great job, and uh, kids grew, started growing up, and I was able to do a little bit more here and there, and – uh, you know, so, you know, you have your, when you first starting out, you, you buy kind of what you can afford yeah. and that's a treat ever so often. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so you move on from that when you can afford more, you know, you just do more. And so, um, started out, uh, probably uh, I'll tell you the, probably the Tatawahe Grand Cajonu was my first. Uh, I say Grand Cajon. It was like 2012. That's not the Grand. That's that's just 2012. Just the Cajonu line. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that was like my first, like I can afford mm-hmm. and go to stick. Mm-hmm. I just, you it's know. It's a great stick. Though. It's a great stick. I mean, I still, <laughs> just for traditional sake and nostalgia, I'll go pick it up and and yeah. grab one every now and then just, just because. Yeah. But like when I was able to afford, you know, a decent smoke and, and uh decent sticks and not not to cast shade on anything else. I just that was that was what was presented to me and that's what I stuck with for a little while. And then when I got to be able to afford to spend money on other stuff and buy more, mm-hmm. I started to uh branch out and try some other sticks, you know. So, yeah, for 15 years, actually straight smoker, straight but smoker. Yeah. had started smoking cigars probably, I don't know, maybe 25 years. Do you remember what your first one was? Oh, was it a real one or was it like was, a gas nah, station? No, it was, it was a gas station. <laughs> uh, I think it might have been uh, the, 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 the five pack of, of like backwoods. No, it wasn't backwoods. No, it was, it was, uh, the, it was something Dutch, Dutch masters, Dutch masters. I think we've all smoked. Dutch yeah. Masters yeah. 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 So, so I mean, and, and Hey, what's you, your favorite one now, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> the jade. What oh no. The, I mean, <laughs> uh, like, uh, Past few weeks, I've I'll, I'll smoke like during lunch or whatever, or smoke one on the way home. But I've forgotten, like just my humidor at home. So I've I've stopped. And I just there's there's that day where you just need something. So I've mm-hmm. I've uh, I've had a few black and mild jazz. Mm. That's it. Wood jazz. tip. Wood tip. Got to go fancy. Wood tip. He's, yeah. he's bougie. So back when I was in college, and 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 uh, this was before the whole black and mild mm-hmm. just. I had a, a buddy of mine. I went to school at A State when they had just one black and mild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like well, no, it was a, it was like a four pack, five pack, whatever it was. Right, but it but, wasn't all the different. No, I'm flavors. Like the, oh yeah, yeah, it was just it was just black and mild. That was it. And 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 we were in uh, uh, Jonesboro. I went to school at Arkansas State. Uh, I was going to college up there, 
And a buddy of mine uh, named Sean, uh, we called him Detroit because he was from Detroit. And so... It would be weird if he was like from Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you, the thing is, is that, okay, I'm going to be totally transparent. We smoked a lot of weed back yeah, then. Yeah, no judging <laughs> about that either. So did I. And so and <laughs> before I went to A-State, I was in high school, uh, and, and we... One a good friend of mine, uh, the, uh, her name's Cherie. But anyway, I was on student council, so I've always been like this political guy, like mm-hmm. junior high, high school, even college. I was involved in politics, you know, mm-hmm. campus politics, high school politics, whatever. And so that was that was what I wanted to do, you know, for a career, for you know, whatever. So anyway, um, Cherie got me to smoke, and we had like an off-campus meeting. And I thought we were going to talk about like some issues and mm-hmm. this and and it ended up being a, a party. Big, big. <laughs> <laughs> and Sari got me smoking like unfiltered camels, so that was the first time. <laughs> now I smoked a joint and you mm-hmm. know this, that, and the other, but like cigarettes and to like tobacco. Yeah. I mean, it was an unfiltered camel. That was my first smoke, and like we're <laughs> drinking. I'm smoking unfiltered camels and. And that was like my first introduction to tobacco. And then you fast forward to when I go to college. And so Sean, this guy we call Detroit, uh, he had, he's talking about, you know, black and miles. And so what we would do, we would uh, smoke like these little cheap cigars to keep the hot buzz going Mm -hmm. from the, from the weed, Mm -hmm. you know, and, we went, there was one gas station back then. Now campus has changed. You got to think this is like 30 something years ago. So there's this one gas station right off campus that we would walk to and they didn't carry black and mild. So Sean talks to people that own it into getting black and miles in there. He's from Detroit. Obviously this is a thing in Detroit. I knew nothing about. (laughs) And so he gets them there and this is like 1990, 91, something and we're smoking black and miles after we get done smoking weed. And that was know. like my first encounter with like cigars, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And so, and, and, and they, they say on the label, I don't know if they still do. I, I haven't bought a black and mile. It, it's been a while. So, <laughs> but it used to say pipe tobacco. Yeah. It still, right. says, it still, says, it that. still says that. Okay. So, uh they had these little white tips, and so it was like you—you uh-huh. you were cool, and you know, you—and you're just trying to keep your buzz going, and and so anyway, we smoked these black and miles, and so Sean, because he's from Detroit, he he can't afford to go home, you know, over the spring breaks and holidays, so he would come home with me, because Jonesboro to Little Rock is like a you know two hour drive maybe, yeah, and so he would hang out here, so we would buy the black and miles and bring them back. And then, um, fast forward from that and probably about in the mid 1990s, late 1990s, uh, is when I started like smoking, like just the, the Dutchman, just cigars. Dutch masters. So it started out like you, you know, of course you'd cut some open and (laughs) re-roll them and you had the whole blunt, era right uh-huh. right and then that you know you but you wouldn't smoke them so i just smoke the cigars the yeah that we didn't cut open 
<laughs> I feel so. like my whole college career would have been different if I understood that you could smoke black and mild to maintain a buzz. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you have saved some money? Like serious money. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go on the record now. Black and mild get a bad rep. I like black and mild. I think it's fine. Well, it is what it is. It is pipe tobacco. It is. It's fine. It's pipe tobacco, <laughs> and, and it's... I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go home tonight and cry a little bit because I I just could have maintained a buzz in college right. by smoking black mouths. I I I needed to meet Scully make, earlier I mean, or make, Detroit you, earlier. Mm-hmm. You make the weed Sean. go longer by making spliffs and then you know just that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my friend's not that useful apparently in college. They didn't have any useful information. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, bro. We we did that. I promise you. And now. You can like buy black, black and mild singles. Oh like, yeah, and a, so because I know my mother's listening, this is all fictitious, <laughs> made-up stuff. This right, didn't right. really happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie credits right. at the it's end. It's like this any is a, any and, person <laughs> living or whatever. Right. Purely exactly. coincidental. It's just coincidental. It says it's, nothing. It's got this real. long essay, and then it's just purely coincidental. You know, right. yeah, yeah. I get just you. Okay, but totally, yeah. totally accidental. We're Didn't, just talking. We're just talking. <laughs> yeah, right. Another mark. Another mm-hmm. mark relative mm-hmm. who might have had a life very similar to mine. And so, um, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. We. Did I'm that. probably not going to be able to sleep tonight. I'm just going to let you know, <laughs> thinking about that. Well, you're you're not on Black and Miles anymore. So, what's in your humidor at home what do you what's your normal go-to's oh my goodness uh you're overly full humidor because we had that conversation yeah we did you and i were both <laughs> saying that all very yeah i have i have a lack of space oh my god so um probably i mean when we when we talk go-to i mean there's a there's a go-to and then there's just hey i just need a to smoke on something. Mm-hmm. So I've got like cigars, like when I'm, you know, I got, I got like four and a half acres. And so when I'm cutting grass, there's a cigar that I'm, I'm on my mower. You got your, your, your yard guard, yard, yard yeah, guards. Yeah. Yard guards or how, I don't, I don't, is Obviously. that the, is that the name for it? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I've got that, which, uh, could be anything, right? Uh, of course it's not going to be, I'm not going to smoke a Liga and cut the grass. I just, it's just not gonna happen, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. But, but I might smoke uh, uh, Edge, mm-hmm. Sumatra, Edge, Maduro, or mm-hmm. whatever Edge. You know, I, I I buy those because they are actually to me. Now, this I know a lot of people may listen to this podcast, but for me, uh, the Edge line that Rocky Patel has is probably uh, the to me, the best bang for your buck. Basic. What kind of the Yeah, like yeah. like you're talking about a what, eight dollar, seven or eight dollar stick. Yeah. Uh and and uh yeah, I can smoke it and and I'm not, you know, if I finish it, I'm good. If I don't, I'm you know but normally I finish them because it's four and a half acres. So <laughs> right. yeah, it takes plenty of time. While. Yeah. Normally I, a lot of times I'll go through two. But yeah, that's, I mean, but that's like my, uh, what'd you say, yard gar? Yard gar. Yeah, yard gar. Uh, uh, go-to smoke, though, is going to be, uh, I got two. 
the uh, El Jefe, which is uh, La Roma de Cuba, mm-hmm. mm. uh, and you know the the there was a time where the ring gauge and all of that, you know, that was like a thing. I, I've gotten that was like immature phase. You but, wanted the seven seventies, the yeah, yeah. Like yeah, and the El Jefe I like because it was a nine dollar, ten dollar stick or whatever, mm-hmm. but it 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 had good flavor, and it lasted, you know, a while, a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I think could, that's a sixty by seven, something like that. Yeah, it's, so it's you, a good size. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you you you're 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 enjoying a great a good smoke, right? Mm-hmm. And and then you got to remember that uh, taking account that I can't afford at that time to buy, uh, you know these yeah these expensive sticks, and so yeah. and, and I, you know nine ten dollars now is is nothing on a cigar. Yeah, but <laughs> when you start start spending twenty five. 20, 25, 30, $40 on a cigar. $9 is like, hey, uh-huh. at the end of the day, it's a pack of smokes. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm... that that sweet spot is almost like 9 to $14 yeah. now. Yeah. And you you got the uh, the Perdomos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, the, the 20th anniversary is definitely uh, a go-to when, when nothing else fails. Uh, but there, there are other sticks like I like the Habanos, uh, the ESV line that they have. But those, you know, they're a little more expensive. But uh, definitely the uh, uh, El Jefe is is a go to. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it really, it is. Uh, it for, it smokes remarkably well. I'm not a big ring gauge guy, but that one smokes well for a ring. And it tastes gauge. good. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's what I find in like the large ring gauges, and I know to me it's like people want to look a certain way, or mm-hmm. you it's know, a, they, yeah, it's a clout a, thing. Yeah, yeah. It, but I think you lose on certain mm-hmm. lines with that big ring gauge. I think you lose because they got to put so much, yeah, so much filler. Yes, your yeah, your the wrapper is where the bulk of that flavor is coming from. Right. So when you have something that's an 80 ring gauge by eight inches, I mean, that's, that's a lot of filler and a lot of binder yeah. in there with a little bit of wrapper because wrapper doesn't, doesn't change. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it, you all, for me, I don't, you know, we smoke them on the show and everything. Like we you know we had red on last month. We did the, the flat iron seven seventy, and those, the flavor in those actually work really well. I, I like those are still a little big, but another one of the big issues with the bigger cigars that I find is that they just burn bad. They burn hot. They burn crooked. Yeah, they'll, you'll get the split. canoeing. You'll yeah. get the yeah, the tunneling. All you, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. There's not there's not enough good to go with with the bad. But there's a few you know outliers that I don't mind. Like yeah. the uh, another one from the uh, I guess the Ashton line since La Roma is Ashton. It's the uh, San Cristobal, the XXL. I mean that one has is a big ring gauge one too, but it has tons of flavor. Same thing like that seven seventy. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Now I've, I've and I've got go tos for different. Like if I if I had a great meal, like a steak or something, mm-hmm. I just I just need something to just top me off like a nightcap. 
dude, chapter one. Yeah. Mm. Chapter one, chapter two. I like both of those. Oh my gosh. Those are so good. And you're right. They do hold up well to uh, a, a strong other flavor. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a good call. So you, uh, you were able to go down to Nicaragua with us when we mm-hmm. went to the Perdomo factory. So as somebody who wasn't on the, con- on the retail side, but you went as a consumer, mm-hmm. what was your take on that? Did you have a better uh, appreciation for the cigar? Yeah. So uh, when, when Brandon uh, was talking about it, and I think they had went like the year before, and they were doing it again, and I wanted to be a part of it. Uh, I looked at it as purely a, uh, an educational experience, right? Because at that point in my whole cigar uh, lifestyle, uh, I just wanted to learn more mm-hmm. about the leaf and 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 get more involved in the process and and just get educated. Uh, that's and and I'm a history buff. I love all kind of world history, American history, all of that. But I just wanted to know the process, mm-hmm. you know. And so when I went down, uh, we had a great time, but it was, it was, dude, it was, it was so amazing from start to finish. And what I appreciated about that, and I'm not saying, I've never been on any other tour than, than the Perdomo factory tour, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know how detailed they get or whatever, but I will tell you that Nick is so thorough and explaining from seed to in the box, getting ready to ship. Mm-hmm. That was the most, I'm, I learned more in those five or six days, however long we were gone than I had in, in the whole time I've been smoking cigars. And so coming back, it was a new uh, appreciation for what goes into uh, making a a cigar and and then consistency so it's very basic when you think about it I mean you have a product and you uh, put that product out there if it's a good product and people love it you want to make sure that they have that same experience the next time they try that product and mm-hmm. I think that that's something that uh, people like you know my father, Perdomo, uh, Padron. Padron, good example. They, they have they have honed in uh, Drew Estate. Mm-hmm. They they when I can go anywhere in the country and grab if it's been kept right, been taken care of, and all that, I can grab that same stick that I can get here at West End, and and, and have the, it smokes the same. Yep, consistency is is key and i think in any business but especially when you're dealing with cigars you yeah. it's you want the same experience yep you know and so that's what i look for yeah uh and 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 what's crazy is that uh you know we were talking earlier about the 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 uh opus mm-hmm. there there have been some times where i've gotten some opus x and and they weren't this they didn't smoke the same and i mean i that's just me. I'm, I'm just saying for me. Yeah. I, and I, it's like I love Fuente. My favorite cigar in the entire in the entire world is an Añejo, but Fuente does not have. And their consistency is good. It's really good, mm-hmm. yeah. but it is not Nick Perdomo, crazy Nick Perdomo, 
or yeah. Padron consistent. No. And it's it's strange. Fuente Opus X is a is a weird phenomenon and it's it's a phenomenon that I'm just not on, but um, others are, and I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm on the Inyeo kick. That's fine. And others are on the Con- Don Carlos kick. Oh, yeah, we talked before. It's the Cloverleaf. <laughs> right. I love the Don Carlos as well. One of the great cigars ever made. But Fuentes just aren't as consistent as Perdomo and Padrones are. They're just not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just, um, we joke about uh, with Chris on LCC, his cigar is the shark, the eye of the shark. Mm-hmm. And the funny part is it has a quirk that <laughs> that you know that it's an, a genuine eye of the shark. As you take off the label, it without fail mm-hmm. will take off some of the band. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> the, the band will take off some of the wrapper. Some of the wrapper, wrapper. Yeah. right. Yeah. That would that's be the correct way of saying That's yeah. how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. Fuente is just, I mean, they make... Delicious cigars. Oh, they yeah. do really good job. I'm not yeah. dogging them at all, but the level of perfection that Perdomo and Padron, then those are the two that I really label as that mm-hmm. is crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. And Nick is, um, I, I think I'm going to start calling him crazy Nick Perdomo because he, I mean, he's crazy about that stuff. He, I mean, he's really, I mean, I, I've told the story a couple times on here where I think he got, he fired somebody because of an event up here because I of me. I think he had him killed. I mean, it was. Yeah. Really? So for our three-year anniversary, I'm sitting up there and I'm talking to his wife. I was and, here. Yeah. So I'm sitting up yeah. here and I and I take out a, uh, and I take out like a stem out of my cigar. Just like, you know, it wasn't, I mean, stems happen. It, it fucking happens. No right. big deal. So I take it out and he sees me and he's like, is that one of mine? And I was like, yeah, it's no big deal. He's like, no where did that come from i was like eh, from this box so i show him the box he like looks at the skew takes like this light looks at somebody texts and calls somebody down in nicaragua he's like all right it's taken care of i'm like what did you just do <laughs> oh hey have you have you been down there no so when i tell you he can trace it back you got a box of any Perdomo in there. Oh, yeah. He knows exactly where it came from. It, he knows who rolled it. Mm-hmm. He knows what field. He knows what batch of seed it came from. All, man, it's so meticulous. Yeah. And and I'm, it's it's just amazing. It's, it's, it's like, you know, it's OCD on a thousand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if you want to be the best. Yeah. And you want to put out a good product, and you want you got to have that. You, you gotta have got that to have that mentality, yeah. man. And I, yeah, so I never heard that story, but I was here that night. I didn't even know that went on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people always there's always a question of how many. What's the most cigars you smoked in a day? And actually, it, it it's happened probably in in, happened, happened down in, in it, there. It happened in Estelle. I smoked nine cigars. Yeah, um, because when you're on that tour, you're just giving cigars all day long, all day long. Multiple four packs. You're giving oh one God. right when you wake up. Mm-hmm. When you get on the bus to go to the fields, I mean, you're just yeah. you're just giving cigars all damn day. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I mean, I mean, when you when you get up in the morning, you got cigars, mm-hmm. and when you go to bed at night, you got cigars, and yeah. you're smoking all day long. You know. But but it was it was it was so educational, and we took so many pictures, uh, and, and and made some great friendships, uh, and and I'm I'm grateful to West End actually, and 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 you know the thing is you know I I go to different 
visit different shops and uh, all over when I go. I mean, y'all do the same thing, mm-hmm. visit shops. But here locally yep. in Little Rock, you know, I, I go to different shops and stuff and, and, and hang out. But I've always told them because I, I actually have had guys, man, you, you want to be a member? You want to get a me-? And I'm like, no, West End is home. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, yep. this is family, man, at the end of the day. I mean, yep. uh, the, the, the brotherhood, uh, the love, um, the, the, the life uh, experiences that you go through, and, and you're able to come here uh, and connect with, with guys that there's, there's a no judgment zone, there's a no, all of that, right? Yep. And, and uh, you know, it, this is, I just, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon would have to like, you know, <laughs> all right, your, your time here is done, you know. And, then, you, and, and even then he's gotta be pointing a gun at me. Yeah, right. And I don't think you said that. <laughs> oh, I think that's a story that I need to tell. About the time you no. almost got shot. <laughs> wow. I think that's a, That's a good story. All right. So this happened. Are you sure Josh wants this story told? <sighs> well, he's not here. Um, <laughs> so, so this happened, what, I guess three, four years ago or so. It was, like, before, yeah. So you've been married, what, two? Going on two? Going on two. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah, definitely. So I, it's like a Thursday night. It's getting late, getting ready to lock up. And I have my back to the front door. I'm doing something and I hear the door open. I turn around and there's a dude in front of me with his hoodie pulled over his head and his gun and like his hand in his pocket, uh, his hoodie. He's like, give me all your money. And I like, and I just like, what? I freeze. And I was like, Oh, it's fucking Scully. It's like, Oh, fuck you, man. (laughs) So not. And then like two years later, we find out that Josh was in the corner by himself. He saw that happen, stood up, drew his gun, had it pointed Saw that it was you and had to put it back really quick and sit down. We didn't know for two years. And then nope. we then we found out at the same time during an event when he was like, yeah, do you know how I almost shot Scully? I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And I go outside I'm like, hey, Scully, have you heard this story? Never <laughs> please knew it. Please don't shoot Scully. That's yeah. Just a request. And, I have a minor yeah. request. And that, that could have been so bad. And, and, and you know what? I quit doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because and I've always said this and and uh I don't know if you guys have ever said heard me say it but I know I've said it to plenty of people outside of here if you pick a place to rob in Little Rock Arkansas do not pick West End because <laughs> right. everybody I guarantee you probably 70 to 75 uh-huh. percent of the people that are sitting in here are packing right if uh <laughs> Yeah, if this is not the place to rob, well, and it's like you and I've always said, like next to like a police station, this is the safest place because oh, if, yeah. especially if you've got Rhino in the corner, mm-hmm. or you got Doc, mm-hmm. or Josh, mm-hmm. or whoever else. Yeah, I hell, mean, they robbed a jewelry store <laughs> right across the way, right across the right. yeah, and they know not to come over here. Yeah, it's like nah, don't go over there. We get these diamonds. Don't worry about all it. <laughs> well, and there's probably more in the inventory of yeah. Uh, I don't know, you know, but. Well, the shop in Springfield used to be that there were three cops that sat up front, usually just randomly most of the time. Yeah. And you just go, yeah, you come in here. But there was a couple times when some some guy would walk in 
just randomly because it was a bad neighborhood and like mm-hmm. would wander around and you could see the three guys. I was in there once when it happened. The three cops click into motion because yeah. the dude walked in and you could tell he was wanting to cause some trouble mm-hmm. and like suddenly, you know, yeah, suddenly cops uh, 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 fired up mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <clears throat> But in Illinois, where at that time when I left Illinois, you were not allowed to conceal carry. Even the there was there was several people illegally carry conceal carry. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. You have to assume in the South in Arkansas, everybody's concealed. Everybody's carry. got fucking something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't have to conceal carry now. It's now open down here, but it's still so many right weird red tape they have to do, go through. But it's just like fuck it. It's just like. Like I've always wanted to do like one of those like swinging like shotguns on on the bottom side, <laughs> like an old like speakeasy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> have it have it rigged up under the yeah. I, I know <laughs> that would be wild. But thankfully, we've never really had an issue with like that other than mm. you coming in, scaring Aaron. And the crazy part is, is like I, I I've got my concealed carry. Yeah, I've had it for right. some time, and it's like. Man, that just would have been a bad ordeal. Oh, yeah. I mean, bad, bad, bad. bad, bad. (laughs) And then, you know, like, and and just think if it was, like, in the last year and a half, you know, Mm -hmm. my daughter's Little Rock PD. Mm -hmm. And so just think if if I'd done that and something happened and she was actually on the force at that time, you know, or, you know, yeah. I I mean, and and it's just because we're, I mean, Josh is a friend and it's just like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It it would have been just a sad. Now, you know, not to fuck around. Well, if you're going to fuck around, just don't fuck around when Josh is in the front yeah. room. So I call, I'll be honest with yeah. you. I love the fact that you scared the shit out of Aaron. It was not that I scared the shit out of me. It was I just mean, like I turned around. I was like, wait, what? And what then, I, yeah. I, mean, I do really, these practical jokes all yes. the time. Just I mean, joke, really, bro. he deserves it. He deserves probably three or four more. But it's like, I mean, you have two instincts. You have fight or flight. I've always mm-hmm. been fight. I don't really flight. Right. But mm-hmm. it, my brain just went like hard shutdown mode like what's happening and then i see who it was i'm like oh, you motherfucker mm-hmm. <laughs> i tell you something else i did that i don't even know if y'all know about but doug this probably been three or four years ago i called doug and, oh. uh, when did doug take over like, uh so working here uh, he wasn't managing, a couple years he was ago just working um yeah so i know what story you're about to say that was probably uh probably two years ago yeah. okay it was, so, have yeah, you heard the story? I think, I think it was right before Steve. I am so, so looking yeah, forward so, to this story. So, so Mark hasn't heard the story. <laughs> no, it's so again. Doug, a, was, Doug was pissed. I was a practical. I'm a practical joker. That's what I do. You know what I mean? I mean, yep. I, I mean, I just come from that. That that's just what I do. So I call up here one day, and <laughs> <laughs> Doug's working. And I said, yes. He said, West End, this is Doug, you know. And you change your voice, too. And I changed my voice. So I, you know, and so I, I disguised my voice. And I'm like, hey, yeah, uh, I I want to come up there and smoke in your shop. But uh, you you got a lot of black people up there? And <laughs> Doug says, uh, I, I don't know what, you, what you're getting at or I said, it's like, well, I don't want to come up there if you got a lot of black folks in there because I just don't want to smoke around a lot of black folks, and I just, I just rather, you know, uh, just you get rid of them or something. It just, I, I just said some outlandish stuff, oh, right? <laughs> and and so, you, you know, if you don't know Doug, Doug's like, he, 
there's not a racist bone in Doug's body. I mean, he's he's had like what uh, the the exchange students, yeah, or his, something his, or his like I get he what he calls his son, yeah, I mean, is from uh, is some it? some somewhere in Africa, that, yeah, yeah, Nigeria or yeah, something. yeah, and so Doug is like. Well, I tell you what, you don't need to come up here if you're going to have that kind of attitude. And, uh, you, you know, I don't, you know what, I'm just going to hang up the phone now. And, and I'm dying laughing on the other end. And Doug, he's, he's, he, but the thing is, is Doug is still trying to be like Mr. Nice and customer service. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like going in on him. You know what I'm saying? And Doug is like, He's 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 saying, "Hey, I don't want your business," but he's so nice about it that yeah. it's. Like, <laughs> I don't think you should come up here, but you shouldn't definitely come up here. But maybe yeah. you should be right. <laughs> so I just I lose it, and I said, "Doug is Scully." He's like, "Man, you you don't don't do that, man. Don't you you, you shouldn't have done that, I, man." And, and you know, Doug, yeah, everybody knows yeah. Doug. And so yeah. Doug was like, he, he, I think Doug was a little bit mad at me for even doing oh, that. He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Because that's a weird. Pre- okay. Since we are in audio format, let's go ahead and uh, like get this out of the way. Scully, you're a big black dude. So mm-hmm. like it wasn't weird that you were saying, because I, I, did you say, did you say that or did you say something else? Did you I get, might have said something I else. think you went, I think you went hard. I think I went all in. I, I, I might have, <laughs> I, I might have said the hard I think, in. I think you went hard R. Yeah. Yeah. Hard R. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 I think I said hard R. Yeah. And um. Doug, that's when Doug kind of <laughs> lost it, but he was still like an uh, absolute gentleman. He was <laughs> still like so nice. <laughs> But he was like telling me off, but in a, the nicest way that he could tell me off. Right. He was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> that that oh sounds like Doug. Uh, well, that, well, that that leads us into why we're having you on this week. Um, you know, because you talked about you know the brotherhood, the sisterhood, all that kind of stuff that, uh, involving around the cigars. You know, all the three of us have been to cigar festivals in other states, whether it be the 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 one in Memphis on Beale Street Cigar yeah. Festival, or uh, Dallas, or Big Smoke down in Miami. Yeah. But now you are you're putting together Arkansas's first um, cigar fest. Um, so it's actually called Arkansas Cigar Fest. Yeah. So now you just talk about it. Okay, gotcha. So man, uh, probably about. Three or four years ago, I was like, you know, Arkansas, we we just kind of do events with the shops, which is cool. And I've always been a supporter of West End, and you know, I go to other stuff, but but you know, West End is home, like I said before. But there was there was nothing in Arkansas that just was about bringing the culture together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so uh, probably about three, I think three years ago, four years ago, I I stepped out there and I was like, you know what? I just want to do a cigar event that kind of just celebrates, you know, the, what we love. And uh, we had a rooftop bar uh, at uh, Hilton downtown, and uh, it of course all of this is before COVID and mm-hmm. all that. So anyway, I uh, you know did my 
my leg work and uh, went ahead and, and, and got it going. And it was a success, you know. I mean, and I, and I say success, you know. Here's what I – I've been to, like, different cigar events around the country, and you can have, you know, three, 400 people – uh, thousands of people here, there, whatever, man, what I, for Arkansas, what I consider a successful event is that I've got 80 people in a, in a place where we're enjoying what we love to do. And we're, people are making connections. They're enjoying the cigar. They're enjoying the ambiance. Um, all of that. So anyway, kind of fast forward, I did another event and then people was like, when are you going to do another one? And so I did one, uh, another one at the rooftop. Uh, but it w- in my mind, and, and even when I talk to other people that I've done events, cause I've done brunches like a blaze and smoke, uh, no blaze and brunch and, and, and different places. And, but the thing is, is that I've always told them, the the owners of those particular shops, is that, hey, I'm trying to grow the culture, right? Mm-hmm. And and for me, I've I've let and and any shop owner that that says otherwise, they're lying. But I've always said West End is my home. I'm not going anywhere. West End is home. They they I love these guys like they're family. They're my brothers, and and I I just will not cross those those type of lines right and so uh anyway we we you know we 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 starting to do these events and i say we i'm talking about me and just uh people that work with me to make stuff happen and uh man covid hit and everything kind of shut down right and so you weren't really able to do anything and so uh, when things started after the first of this year, things started kind of, you know, kind of get a little bit better. I said, you know, I said it would be cool to bring the whole state together. And because you're only talking about as far as cigar lounges or places you can go and sit in a place and smoke cigar, Arkansas only has <clears throat> about maybe 12. Yeah, 12, maybe Maybe a couple of other places that you really don't know about. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for the most part, it's like 12 across the whole state. And I've been somewhere everywhere. So you go to Dallas, it's like a... Oh, there's what, hundreds. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You go yeah. to uh, Nashville. You go to Memphis. You go, you know, you go to Louisiana. You go to New Orleans. And, and Atlanta, Miami. And, it's, and so, and they have these big smokes. Like, I've been to Big Smoke Vegas, I've been to, you know, uh, cigar festivals in Memphis, Houston, Dallas, Miami, Atlanta, wherever. And so I was like, you know, it would be cool to bring the state together uh, and and just do a cigar event. But here's the difference between what I'm what I was trying to do and what I'm trying to do versus other areas. What I've noticed going to other places, other states, and they're just about trying to pack the place out and get as many people 
I'm not concerned about that. What I'm concerned about and what my passion is, is education. So if you've ever been to uh, a, a cigar event that I put on, there's a portion of education that's going to be involved in, in the event, right? So uh, the even from the very first one, I had like Greg from uh, Pipe and Tobacco, because uh, I've been a uh, CRA for your listeners that don't know that Cigar Rights of America. I've been a member of them since like 2014, 15, somewhere in there. Uh, so I've been, I've been, I've been a member. For, I mean, I mean I, it's, it's that passionate for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so, uh, uh, I, I, I talked to, uh, the, uh, Arkansas tobacco control, make sure I'm, I'm legit on everything that I'm trying to do. Right. From the very first, cause I don't, I, I just want everything to be legit. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, the first one I did, West End, is home. They showed up, set up, and, man, they rocked it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you guys supplied uh, all of the ashtrays. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, th- minute stuff like that. But, I mean, when you're doing a cigar event. It, it's it, important. It's very important. And yeah. so you guys supplied so much. Uh, and so much love, and so with this with this Arkansas Cigar Festival, I was like, you know, I said we need to have an event that just kind of brings the state together. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the state, uh, you know, and 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 you can edit this out if you want to. I, I'm just gonna say what I'm gonna say because I just y'all know me. I'm just gonna, I'm so exhausted with the the infighting of retail lounges in the state. It's ridiculous because the way I see it from a consumer standpoint, I don't own a lounge. I don't own a shop. I don't own anything. I'm just, I'm a consumer at the end of the day, mm-hmm. right? That I'm a, and I'm a member of, 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 of a retailer. What I see is that People are going to go where they want to go at the end of the day. Yeah. If my personality and who I am is more of this type of atmosphere, that's where I'm going to go. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to go here. So at the end of the day, for the lounges that we have now, they're necessary. In my opinion, they're very necessary. And so in saying that, what I'm saying is, is that it'll benefit for this Arkansas Cigar Fest, it'll benefit everybody because you're bringing the whole state together. So guess what? When the Razorbacks are playing whoever and I want to go to that game and I'm a cigar smoker, I can run by open door or mm-hmm. one eyed jacks or cigar district or nine Oh six and four mm-hmm. Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can run by, uh, you know, any of the lounges in Northwest Arkansas and hang out or grab some smokes and run yep. to the game and tailgate or whatever. It's, it's that big. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, 
if I want to go to Hot Springs to to get away for the weekend, there are like three, two or three different lounges in Hot Springs that hey, I can hang out at Church Hills or I can go grab some smokes from Church Hills or from you know one of the other spots there and 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 yep. and and do my thing in Hot Springs or Pine Bluff. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. there's one that the. Uh, you know, I'm talking about Jamal, and he has the leaf in Pine Bluff, but there's another cigar lounge, I think called the Man Cave or something in Pine Bluff, um, that, you know, I, I went there. I've been there one time the the whole time that they've been, and I think they've been open for about two years now. And, and, and the thing is, is that people get so jealous that, oh, you went over here or you went, and it's like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm a cigar guy. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? It's it's I'm not. It's almost like you're cheating on them. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. like no, it's it, it, it's well, bigger than that. And here's where I can say it coming from the retail side. Yes, everybody has their certain to go place. People like McDonald's over Burger King, stuff like yeah. that. You know, we I mean Mark and I have whenever COVID first hit last year. You know, and I've always I've even said on the show like. P&T, they're the OGs of Central Arkansas. Oh, yeah, They've been done. around 60 years, so we'll go there. I'm cool with all them. But, like, I know where our footprint is made. I know where we are in just not Central Arkansas, but Arkansas in general. My job is to be the best tobacconist I can be. And I, you know, that's my, that's what I, I'm doing to my capabilities. So I don't, I don't, I don't worry about what anybody else does mm-hmm. or thinks about because that doesn't give two shits to me. It's how do I make myself better for the customer every time they come in? Because as long as I'm on my A game, there shouldn't be any issue for exactly. anybody not enjoying West End. I, no, I, I totally, I'm, I'm in agreement with, with you 100%. Um, yeah. I, I just know when I first put it back there and uh, put it out there, about what I'm trying to do with this cigar fest, uh, the Arkansas cigar fest. Uh, and I reached out to some of the, the retailers and, you know, and even some people outside of, of here that I know that are in the industry and just trying to talk to them about what I'm trying to do, man, it, I, I got some, some negative, some reluctance. Yeah, like no, no one wants to support, wow. you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying no one, all of the above. I'm just saying there was a, there was more negative uh, comments and 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 things that were said, and then, hey man, let's make this happen. Now for the people that were like, hey, whatever you want to do, I'm with you, uh, and and they know me and they know. You know that I'm 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 really. At the end of the day, it's not about trying to make money. It's not about trying to uh, establish something. I don't. Let me just say this: I don't have enough money to start a shop. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? I would love to, but I don't know. But I do know that I love. I have a passion for cigars, Mm -hmm. and for the people that smoke cigars and want to continue to smoke cigars for the yeah. price that they're smoking them. I know that we have to educate so that, and, and we have to grow the culture. You know, it's kind of like 
game and fish. The reason why they go and they stock the ponds and local parks and all of this is they need to keep people, uh, the younger generation or people interested in fishing. So they go out there and you got a little kid that catches his first fish on a on a Zepco 33 or Spider-Man rod and reel or whatever. He's hooked for life now. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm not trying to, I mean, we're talking about tobacco, but I'm just saying it's the same process, the same mentality, the same uh, drive is that, hey, at the end of the day, you want people smoking cigars and you yeah. want people understanding that it takes it takes people to be involved in this to a yeah. certain degree for this to keep going yeah. and for the prices to be what they are. Because I guarantee you our federal government, they they're not going to do anything, but keep taxing the hell out of it. Yep. No, That's what they're going to do. In fact, these festivals are hard to put together. I know there was a couple in Illinois that they are hard. <clears throat> Illinois had one in Juliet and there was one up in Chicago uh, and they were, they were tough to put together. And I know that the one in Juliet, I think, eventually crashed um and they had and they were a bigger footprint they tried to bring in uh, manufacturers and stuff yeah. um, but those are a challenge and um i appreciate listen i i think these things a chance for us all to get together and meet additional cigar smokers um as well as the educational aspect is such a great idea um <clears throat> get together have a good time all of us hang out and chill. I think it's such a, a yeah. fabulous idea. Um, I know the location is the Yacht Club, which I have not actually been to. So, <laughs> I even know what Little Rock had a Yacht Club. What's crazy is, no, Little Rock has always had a Yacht Club, but it, there's, it's out, Highway 10 is the first, you mm-hmm. know, they, they go on Lake Maumelle and they, uh, it's unbelievable. I just found this out like maybe five, six years ago, right? that they even had all these sailboats and all this. I mean, we're talking about more money. That's a different circle than I'm in. Me too, right? <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm working in Little Rock, and I'm driving around from job to job, and, I mean, you can look at me and tell I, I love to try out new places to eat. Mm-hmm. So I try this place out in East End. We call it East End, but it's it's now – been uh gentrified Mm -hmm. which is a whole nother show right (laughs) right yes (laughs) probably a whole nother show on you know conservative radio or whatever i don't know but anyway (laughs) it's it's been changed Mm -hmm. and so they're building up this side so they got these condos and everything out east little rock east of downtown and they have what they put together rock city yacht club i don't know the the you know, financial folks behind it that are backing it or whatever, but I happened to be riding around. I ate lunch out that way at a hole in the wall, which was, the food was fantastic. Uh, Usually but, is. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, man, I'm going to ride down here to the river and see how far I can go. And so I drove up on this place, and they're in construction phase. They're still constructing right now. And, uh, you know, I'd gotten to the, a divorce and got uh, engaged about a year later and uh, and, uh, we were looking for a place to have a reception. Uh, And so we, when I drove up on this place, I got out and it just happened to be the people that were 
run it or own it. I don't know. But anyway, I said, hey, can can we rent this space out? Or And so I called my wife and uh, talked to her about it and said, hey, come over and look at this. And so, yeah, they were like, yeah, we can run So I paid the money right then wow. and secured it. And we had our reception there. And I said, hey, how do y'all feel about cigar smoking? And it was like, oh, no problem. Yeah, we're you know, we're good. You want to, I said, well, I do cigar events and this, that, and the other. I said, I'd love to do something here. And so fast forward through COVID, uh, to, to, uh, probably about April of this year, I called him back up and I said, Hey, uh, like to rent this space out, you know? And so I talked to him about what I wanted to do, what I was trying to do. And they rented it out to me. It was like, hey, we'd love to have you. And so anyway, yeah, nice. I, I, I went ahead. Man, not knowing even how I was going to lay stuff out or anything like that. I didn't have like, I just knew I wanted that space because I knew it was an outdoor thing. It was yeah. on the river. It was enough space where we could smoke and we could get everybody together. September you know on saying? the river, though, is going to be awesome. I hope so, man. I hope. I love that uh, yeah, river. Yeah. I mean, we're blessed in Little Rock uh, with a lot of things. Um, uh, <clears throat> a great place to just to, to get rid of bodies. Yep. The river is amazing. Um, so um, <clears throat> we do need to make a, a sidetrack into the uh, to the driving to work story. Um, the river is um, <laughs> is huge. It's beautiful. And Little Rock has spent a lot of money on that that riverfront, mm-hmm. right? And it is amazing. Yeah. And so when people come to town, um, and to be honest with you, you know, um, they they have an image of Little Rock that the three of us know better. Mm-hmm. And I take them downtown, and we go to eat somewhere cool like Gus's, or we mm-hmm. go to somewhere cool down there to eat uh, Buenos Aires or some one of those great oh, yeah. restaurants that's yeah. down there. Yeah. Um, lost 40, uh, yep. you know, or, or, uh, or the, the numerous breweries that are down there, right? Just amazing stuff. And then take them down, walk down on that riverfront. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's September 5th. It's a Sunday, right? Yeah. So, so September 5th from, uh, four to 8 PM. Ooh, uh, be perfect. Yeah. So afternoon hours, uh, We'll is that going is that going to be a record live on location kind of thing? I'm in. Hey, if you guys, I was going to suggest that. I actually, you, it's funny you say that because I was talking to my wife and I said, you know, I said normally they they record the the podcast on a Sunday. I said if they could come down We'd to the to. cigar fest and just do a live deal, that would be awesome. So yeah, you guys are more than welcome to come down, and set up, and uh, we'll have. So right now, and I've been with Brandon because West End is going, you, you can't, you can't legally, you can't, you can't, uh, a vendor cannot sell mm-hmm. uh, without in, going through a brick and mortar. Unless there is a shop connected to it. Yeah. Right. And so Brandon is the shop. And so uh, for those that are listening, uh, Ken Hamlin who is a former Razorback. He's not from Arkansas, but he's a former Razorback. Uh, he was a safety, uh, Ken the Hammer Hamlin, and he played for <laughs> Dallas. He's 
went to the NFL. And so he started a line called the Arrival Cigar uh, with La Aurora. Uh, nice. Uh, and so uh, he is on schedule to be there. Nice. And West End is going to uh, be the 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 retailer that that takes care of that end of it. That's that's out of my, you know, yeah. Uh, because you have to have permits and a unit. You, you have know. licenses and right. And so yeah. uh, Brandon's working that end out. Uh, we actually talked the other day. I talked to Ken to secure the date, and so uh, we we've got all that laid out. I've got uh, a guy named Tremont Arnold who's from Little Rock, but he lives in Dallas, so he does the hats, the fedoras and all that. <laughs> so he's going to be there, uh, you know, kind of as a vendor doing that. I've got Mr. Rainwater, uh, the the clothier. Uh, doing some suits. Well, he's going to be doing that, but he's actually going to do uh, like a little etiquette okay. uh, speech on – uh, educating people on cigar etiquette and, and what to do when you go in these shops and different things, you know. And so he's going to handle that portion. I've got uh, 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 David Jolly, uh, who is a tobacconist. And uh, David actually is, is freelance now. He was at Cigar Republic, but he is no longer there. Okay. For whatever reason. I don't know. What went down, but something, something, and We're David is no longer there. But at, at from the onset of everything, David was never going to promote because the whole the whole thing of the cigar fest. I didn't want to put one shop over the other shop. Now, uh, when I talked to uh, the different shop owners that I have talked to, I had to I had to uh, you know go with a particular shop to be able for Ken to 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 sell you know uh and everybody understood that you know i talked to brian waters up at uh open door uh who brian is a stand-up guy uh i I consider brian a brother he he's he's he he's just a a genuine good good guy you know yeah well every time Uh, we go to nicaragua that's the shop we're hooked up with is yeah and when i went yeah brian and 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 just a backdrop just real quick uh, Brian, uh, my daughter was going to school at Fayetteville and got robbed at a part-time job. She was working at a dollar store. I called Brian up after the Nicaraguan trip because I met Brian then. And Brian went and made, because I couldn't get up there. It's a two-and-a-half-hour drive from mm-hmm. here. And Brian is there. And Brian and uh, wow. uh, somebody else, uh trying to think of his name, but. Anyway, they went, got my daughter, picked her up from her job, made sure she got to her apartment all right and all of that. And wow. so the, these cigars are much more than just sitting around. I mean, you connect and you yeah. it's a brotherhood, it's a sisterhood, it's it's family, you know what I'm saying? If you're genuine about it. And yeah. so uh I will always forever be indebted to Brian Waters and Open Door. I was just sure. there about two weeks ago and uh, was there uh, prior to that about about two weeks before that. And I, I will always, if I'm ever in Fayetteville, you will find, I'll visit some other shops, but Open Door is my other home. 
uh, because I just I I cannot. When you have a child that that's at gunpoint and faced with what she's faced with, and uh, and then you got a guy that you barely know mm-hmm. that you call and he goes and he treats her like his own. I there's nothing but love for for somebody like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so and then my daughter ends up being on Little Rock Police Force. You know, and and I mean, it's just it is what it is, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? It is. Yeah. So, but anyway, uh, that was a sidebar. But but it was a great uh, sidebar. My 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 main thing is is trying to grow the culture in our state, uh, and and I've got this diverse group of people to educate, give education, and that are are at different levels, uh, you know, going to uh, make this event for a first-time event, make it memorable, make it what it's supposed to be and the vision that I had for it. Um, That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, And then we got, you know, it's not all serious and educational. I've got Rodney Block, who's a local celebrity. Actually, he's nationally, but... Definitely local, so he's going to be providing entertainment. So we've got live music, uh, we've got Absolutely. food. We're going to have, uh, you know, anything from uh, seafood, pasta, jerk chicken, barbecue, all of that. That's going to be the food. If you get a table, uh, the table's going to come with a bottle. If you get the eight tops, it's going to come with two bottles. You get drink tickets. Uh, and then also you'll get swag bag that's going to have, you know, uh, t-shirt, uh, for the, for the evening, for the event. And it's going to have, uh, you know, of course you're going to get some cigars, you know, we're going to auction off some stuff. And then also a portion of the proceeds are going to go to, y'all know I'm part of uh rock town cigar crew mm-hmm. with red and, and some of the other folks dancing and some of the other ones. And so what we do every year, we try to give or do something for a charity. And so when we first started out, uh, we, we gave t- uh, bicycles to uh, foster kids and, you know. At Christmas. Yeah. But, 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 but we fast kind of fast forwarded from that and we went to, uh, we actually set up at a homeless shelter and, and gave out a bunch of stuff we did partner. Wow. I think we did some stuff with West end. We, we sat out here one day and packed up a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we, we kind of branched out and did, did something similar. And so, uh, a portion of the proceeds from the event are going to go to, uh, helping finance, uh, buying some of the things that the homeless, homeless people need, uh, out on the streets, you know, and, and not waiting until, Christmas and Thanksgiving when they to, need it. Yeah. But but actually, you know what I'm saying, being sure. proactive and and you know what I mean? I mean every everybody when we get into that season, everybody's a giver. Right. Yeah. But the rest of the year for the, the rest of the year, year. 11 months, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got What have you yeah. done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so so that's 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 the uh the the thing that we're going to to take on uh I I, want, I know that you guys do like the Warriors mm-hmm. uh, uh, program, 
here, and so I didn't want to intrude on that. So, but I, I met those guys at an event. I think you were there, Aaron, um, when we were at uh, Cigar National. Uh, where at? in 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 uh, Dallas outside oh, yeah, of yeah, Dallas, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think they had a, a issue, uh, not an issue, a, a program going on. Yeah, yeah, down at uh, the the CI building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and so I, I met those guys, and so I knew you guys already had something going on with the, with the Warriors, and mm-hmm. so I wanted to, at some point, kind of incorporate them into what I'm trying to do too. Uh, I've got a son; my oldest son is in the military, and uh, know that he can be called off overseas at any given time. So, uh, and he's a cigar smoker. I've, yeah. I've graduated. He started out <laughs> on uh, some of the light stuff, infused stuff, and now he's he's smoking. You know, uh, and n- nothing against infused or anything no, like that. No. I mean, it has its place. Yeah. But he's kind of graduated, and and so uh, uh, you know, that's just recognizing him for for what he's done and what he's doing and, and, uh, understanding that, Hey, at the end of the day, these things, this, this, this is all like, it's, 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 it's stuff that we take for granted. Yeah. 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 Well, no, that's cool. That's cool that you're doing something because, you know, Arkansas, it's a flyover state. There's not a whole, have a lot to do here. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some good shops, you know, scattered around, Around the states, you know, you mentioned just a few. I'm like 906. You know, that's that's an amazing, beautiful hey, shop. I will put 906 up against any shop in the country. Yeah, there's some great shops in Arkansas. Actually, there there. I mean, there's some really good. It's yeah. there's some good cigar culture in Arkansas, and mm-hmm. so I'm I'm excited to see what happens to Arkansas Cigar Fest, and uh, I'm I'm excited for it. So yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be cool to see. So September fourth. Or September fifth, four yep. to eight at four the. Eight. And, the uh, and September fifth is a Saturday. Sunday. Sunday. No, it's a it's a Sunday before Labor Day, so you can come out from four to eight and enjoy. I know West End y'all be closing up at what at six, seven, uh, seven on Sunday, yeah. seven. So, you know, we we'll work some out with that, but uh, okay, uh, but definitely the next day, most people don't have to go to work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we can hang out out there. And and they actually gave me the leeway that uh, if I paid them a little bit more money. Stay later. <laughs> I can, we can stay later and smoke on the river. You know what I'm saying? That's so, hey, I'm, I'm not, so I'm who's, not opposed who's, to it. Whose pockets we got a line? Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. They haven't given me a a, a dollar amount yeah. yet, right? Because I'm just right now. I'm working from four to eight. Yeah. Hey, if we say eight to ten, because you know you got to you got to have some something else going on with that, you right? Got, you I don't have, know. Yeah, you got to have that wind down time. You know. Right, yeah. right, right. And then you got to clean up and all that. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but no, I, I. Hey, and Brandon, uh, let me say this, Brandon. Uh, has been a friend and he's been a brother and he's been a businessman and he understands what I'm trying to do. And, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, is that even because I'm still learning. So, so Brandon helps educate me on things that I'm not hip to, or I, I may not understand. And so uh, I appreciate the knowledge that he gives me. Uh, as well as other people too, but 
I just I just wanted to do something on a larger scale yeah. uh, to to bring us together. So yeah, I'm cool with it, man. I'm and I and I hope that uh, people come out and uh, and and enjoy themselves. Well, how do people buy tickets? So uh, we've got uh, the way I had to do it <laughs> because of the laws. Mm-hmm. Is that I could not ever, you can't advertise. Can't advertise, yeah. Right? So that's why I created this Facebook page, uh, uh, the invite, you know, the events page. And so I created this event, Arkansas Cigar Festival. But if you look me up under M O N T E I T H Scully, S K U L L Y C O L C L O U G H, and add me as a friend on social media, Facebook, or whatever, then I can send you the invite. So you can find me on that. Look me up like that. And then as far as payment, uh, there's Cash App, or you can mail a check. I've got my address uh, out there. But general admission is 50 bucks, And what, what that gets you, I'll have uh, limited seating on general admission. So, uh, you know, it's first come, first serve on the seats. On, on that, but it's 50 bucks and 50 bucks gets you access to the food. It gets you a drink ticket and it gets you a cigar. Nice. So, I mean, that's good value. You, I'm not trying to, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm trying to grow the culture. It's yeah, not, right. I mean, you think about it, you go to any nice bar and you buy a drink, it's going to be 12 bucks. Yeah. All yeah. right. Then you buy, Say they allow you, you buy a cigar. Just say it's 10. We talked about it. Average nine, 10 bucks. That's $22 right there, right? right. And food. Say food's going to run you 15 bucks. Yep. Right? So you're already at like 30, what? $37. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got live music. And the venue. And the venue. So $37, and you're talking about another. Uh, $13 and it's, you're at 50. It's, it's a, it's a value. It's, it's, yeah. there is no, <laughs> I promise you, well, I work a nine to five every day. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm not trying to get, I'm really seriously trying to grow the culture. I'm not yeah. even with the tables. So you can get a table. I've got a four person table that comes with a bottle and, 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 and I don't drink cheap, you know, it's, is I'm not going to give you like a some Boone's Farm or something that <laughs> something you know. something a plastic bottle, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not going to be that. So so if you if you get a four top, uh, a six top, six person table or a eight person table, the four person table comes with a bottle and a and a, a drink ticket. Plus, here's what I have too for because I consider that VIP, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got a table. You're going to have a swag bag. You're going to have your bottle. You're going to have your setup with all your drinks, mixers, waters, whatever. You you don't have to move for anything. Not only that, I'm going to have a server, a waitress or a waiter at your table. And they're going to have what we are serving for food. And you pick out what you want. They're going to go make your plate and bring it back to you. Just like if you were at a restaurant. Nice. <laughs> so you don't have to move. Yeah. The only time you need to move is if you need to go to the restroom. 
You know what I'm saying? And you're you've got up from seat upfront seating, so you're 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 right there in the mix of everything. You you see what I'm saying? And so that's 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 true for every table. I've got five well not anymore, but I started out with five of each. So I had five four tops, five six tops, five eight tops. Well they've they've actually already started selling, so I'll have to go in and see what's left, but but I, I I've got some of everything left, but I don't know how much of what. Um, but definitely, when when people buy a table, I, I I'd like to just only deal with one person. That way, uh, it keeps it simple. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so I what I do is when that one person sends me their their payment for that table, then I will send them a text message or email saying. Okay, I need everybody's name and their T-shirt sizes, and I need to know what bottle or bottles you want for your table, of what. So you you know you pick, and then you know it's it's for every category, bourbon, scotch, tequila, vodka. It's three bottles that you choose from, and so just to kind of give you an idea, like I've got Woodford Double Oaked, nice. Uh, I've got, uh, I have to pull it up real quick, but it's, it's not cheap. I yeah. promise you. It's not like you're going to come in and get like a <laughs> uh, uh, half gallon of Evan Williams, <laughs> you know, or a fifth of Evan Williams or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, nope. it's, it's actually. I love the double oaked. Yeah. The double oaked is very nice. Uh, let me see here. I'll, I'll, I'll just run down some of it that I have. Already, and I'm still kind of laying out the uh, the tequila and bourbon. I mean, not tequila and bourbon, but tequila and vodka. vodka. I'm not as big on. I, I'm not as knowledgeable about that. So I got Woodford Reserve, Double Oak, uh, Angels Envy, nice, Old Forester Smoke Wagon, Glen Fetich Twelve, Balvenie Caribbean Cask. Uh, McAllen 12, Don Julio and Nejo. Uh, you got uh, Kettle One, Grey Goose. It's not. That smoke wagon is, <laughs> is like the buzz of the interwebs. Yeah. So I know Aaron doesn't know what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not a bourbon guy. Well, I'm just saying, like, even with the food and all yeah. that, like, and, and I mean, you, of course, I've been catering events, but. I pride myself on customer service, consistency, and all of that. And 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 then I'm not going to give somebody something that I wouldn't drink or eat myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, when I take my wife out uh, to eat, uh, even my ex-wife, and this is, that's a whole nother <laughs> story. <laughs> but – but no, even even when I went, would go out to eat or whatever, it it was it's not just so much upscale. It's just I, if it was good, I was going to partake in it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. Amen. And 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 so that's that's the same experience. So if you get a table, there's a different experience with a table, sure, than general admission. Nice. I love to have everybody come, and if everybody does different, I mean that's that's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but I'm just saying, I I, I just feel like you don't with general with with VIP or 
buying a table. Just step above. Gonna, yeah, you're not going to want for anything. I Get the experience. You. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, that sounds sounds fun and interesting and can't wait for that. This will be fun. Hopefully the weather is nice because it is. We're about to get into the hot days. Yeah, it should, it'll come down by then. So I hope so. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the cigars we had. So this was my first time having this one. Um, it's not going to be the last. No, that I was loved, very, very good. You liked it? Yeah, I, loved I did. Mine. It was really good. Um, I was looking through the price points too. Uh, didn't look like there was anything over like 12 bucks. Nope. Um, wow. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I'd, I'd like to know who makes them for them. Um, you that, and me both. And I don't know if they're disclosing that at yeah. all, but I will tell you that if they're, if they're locked in with Nicaragua, the thing about it is, is this, because I've got other people and, and you guys, y'all, y'all know, and you've probably even talked about this. You've got a lot of people in the industry now that are just putting a, uh, uh, their label, their label on somebody else. Yeah. So you can go yeah. buy bundles mm-hmm. of unbanded cigars yep. and put your, you can put Mark, a lot of shops put do that. Yeah. Aaron, yep. you can put Scully on there. Why you'd put Aaron. I don't know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you can do that. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, you don't know what you're getting. Plus it's not consistent. Uh, with these guys, they're locked in with somebody yeah. and I don't know who it is, but, I can tell you that for the last year and a half, I've smoked just about everything that they've had, and it's been consistent. I know that I know that they. Well, I'm gonna say I know, but I feel like and I believe that they don't have their own like house, their like own factory and stuff, yeah, or Padron, but they are tied in with somebody, with does somebody right. yeah, that 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 has quality and value and. Yeah. And all of that. And 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 they're in there. I love know? mine. No, mine it was, was great. Yeah. yeah, very good. So I'll I know we talked about before even off air where we're not buying cigars. Well I now I need to because I have the I have the yellow one at home as well. I now need to buy a few of the other ones to try them out because that was yeah. I want yeah. to try some of the others. It was that was good. I liked it. Was it was excellent. Yeah. It was it was a uh it was an exceptionally well made and flavorful. Yeah, cigar. I didn't have any issue, didn't unravel or crack or burn wonky or anything no. perfect perfect the whole way through for going on you know real time two hours yeah um it was good thanks to definition for the cigars thanks to you for providing the cigars yes, yes sir. sir um thanks for being on the show and making uh, editing fun because i've got so much <laughs> stuff to cut yeah you do <laughs> yeah you do i'm sorry so many inside stories that uh you'll just need to ask us about yes <laughs> yep so, all right, we will see everybody uh, next week with B as we talk about PCA and TPE and all the stuff that is going on with that and some little insider trading with that. Like, you want to get inside baseball? Um, that show is going to be inside baseball. Inside baseball. Yep. All right, we'll see everybody next week. Be the good. Later. <laughs>